Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, the ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall, and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, start of the fourth quarter here at Memorial Field on the campus of Upper Darby High School in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Fourth down and 14 for Marble Newtown Ball at their 25. They're going to be punting. A.J. Cunningham in the punt for the Tigers. Punt returners for Upper Darby are at about their 44-yard line, so they're going to get good field position unless this gets a very generous Marble Newtown roll. Kasim Brooks and Justin Vendetti in punt return position for the Royals. It looks like there's going to be no return on this, and it's going to be downed by Marple Newtown at the Royals' 38-yard line. Steve. So plenty of time. Uh, as you said, 11.47 left in the fourth quarter, beginning of the fourth. Plenty of time for Marple to make a stop here, get the ball back, and try to put something together. They, As you said, both teams are allergic to this, this red zone, but Marple Newtown's got to capitalize here um, on Upper Darby's turnover, which they haven't yet. And they got to at least put a field goal up on this board to uh, tie this game up. First and ten for the Royals from their own 38, 11.47 remaining in the game in regulation. Two men in the backfield, which is Nikite Nikoi in shotgun alongside Cyrus Barley. He's going to pass Nikoi to Justin Vendetti in the flat, but he gets about two yards, Steve, in the near side of the football field. Craig Hamilton has done a great job all night, that senior leader, uh, captain of this Tigers uh, team, and doing a great job on defense at his defensive end position right there. Uh, making a great play on the screen, wide receiver screen uh, for uh, uh, the Royals. Only gets two, though. Second down and eight balls now at the Royals' 40. Nikita Nikoi in shotgun position. And he's going to run. He's going to keep. And he gets tackled at about the 42-yard line up the middle. Good job by the Tigers' defense there. A gang of tacklers in on the play as Moss is one of them. Middle linebacker Parker Moss, senior um, defender. And this brings up a big third down here. Um, this is they don't pick it, they don't pick up this right here, Jim. They look the punt. Marble gets the ball back. Ball at the forty-three, third and five for the Royals. Nikita Nikoi in shotgun formation alongside Cyrus Barley. One man in motion, two wide receivers, one near, one far. Barley's looking, looking, looking. Throws over the middle. That is tipped by Craig Hamilton, and it looks like there was also pressure as well. Excellent, excellent, excellent play by Corey Power there. Keeping his contain as Nikate uh, uh, wanted to run outside. And Corey Power kept his outside arm free. And then as he uh, McCoy wanted to bring it in, 
He shattered the blocker and made the play there. Awesome play by the Tigers defender there. Matt Rucci into punt. Big defensive stop. Exactly what the Tigers needed. But are they going to respond on offense? They need to be inspired. Maybe that was enough. High punt. Is there going to be a return? And that hits an upper Derby Royals helmet. That hits a helmet of the Royals. That's going to be, that's going to be, uh, interference. That's, that's going to be interference, be interference so Mark, against Upper Darby. Mark, There's a penalty marker down at about the 30 yard line is where the helmet, the ball hit the helmet. That's going to be, uh, interference on, uh, the return. They didn't give, uh, Rosania or, I believe that was Rosania. I'm not sure. He doesn't have to even call a fair catcher. He needs a couple inches to catch the ball. They can't hit him. And, So, there's uh, lots of commotion. We share this press box with uh, Upper Derby coaches, but it's always good to hear their banter. And I don't know if they saw that the ball hit the helmet of one of the Royals. So, technically, that's interference, and uh, they didn't have the opportunity to return the punt. Catch interference there, and... uh it's going to be a big break for Marple Newtown, and they're going to get good field position with ten over ten twenty to go in the fourth corner. Plenty of time, Jim, and uh, they can they can run this ball. They can do whatever they want with it with this amount of time. But if they can if they can get in the end zone here, I like their chances with the defense playing how how, how good they've played all game. So Marple Newtown will start this drive from their forty three. And if real quick, Jim, if you remember, Upper Darby's only points came off that fumble by Marble Newtown right right in. Uh, their own territory. So Upper Darby regained possession on the 10-yard line, got stopped by this Tigers defense who had to end up kicking a field goal. So the Tigers defense has done a great job all night. Let's see if this offense can really uh, you know, respond here. And now, Jim, it looks like they're going to re-kick the ball. And Coach Johnson is going to see if Rosania or Binder can uh, get something out of here. Can the special teams respond now, are they going to take it back? Are they going to kick from the original spot on that play, or are they going yeah. to? No, it's going to be a 15-yard penalty. From the, from the okay, so. Yeah. 15, okay, so. So, Marble's going to get a great field position here. And, you know, you want no turnovers here. If the worst comes to worst, stay away from the ball or fair catch it. Yeah. Just get the ball back to the offense. All right, so Matt Rucci back to punt. Here's the snap. Kick almost blocked. This is going to be. Not It's not going to be returned, but gets a tremendous upper derby roll. It's going to be downed, no return, at the 30-yard line. Great punt by Matt Rucci. So, you know, that penalty, all that time wasted really meant nothing because uh, it gets back, the ball's really right back to where it would have been on that first punt. So Marple takes over here with plenty of time to go, Jim. Let's see what this offense can do. So they've got to go 69 yards for pay dirt. Can they do it? 10-11 remaining in the game. Ball is spotted at the Tigers 31. First and 10 for Marple Newtown. They got plenty of time left. If they score, no doubt there'll be enough time for the Royals to respond. But they've got to get there first. They've got to get something on the board. The first points are always toughest to get. Davis under center. Two men in the backfield. One wide receiver near. Davis rolling to the near side of the football field. Throws over the middle. And it is caught over the middle by number 86, Craig Hamilton of the Tigers. They finally connect as Hamilton runs that crossing route. 
a cross field and uh, sits there in the middle of the field. They had it in the first half a couple times. They couldn't connect. They finally connect here. Huge first down at midfield, close to midfield for this Tigers defense, uh, offense. Ball spotted at the 46. That was a 15-yard pass and catch from Davis to Hamilton. First and 10 from their own 46, 945 remaining in the in the regulation of the game. Davis goes under center, two men in the backfield. Hamilton going to the far side. Looks like there was too many men running at the line of scrimmage on the offense. That's going to be on the offense. That motion kind of threw off uh, the receiver for the Tigers, and he jumped it. Yeah, by the expression of the Tigers, it uh, looks like it's going to be on that offense, Jim. Yep. So, false start. And that's unfortunate, ladies and gentlemen. So, first and 15, ball's going to be at the Tigers 41, 9.30 remaining in the fourth quarter in regulation here at Memorial Field in Upper Derby. Davis goes under center, two men in the backfield, two wide receivers near side of the field. Hamilton goes to the far side. It's handoff to Binder in the backfield. And maybe he picks up two. And Jim, that sweep has gone nowhere all day. Alberto's doing a great job there. Their linebackers, DNs, um, doing a good job of stopping that sweep play, which is Marple's, you know, really main play of this offense. So let's see if they go away from it and uh, put the ball in Tommy Davis's hands or uh, their leading rusher tonight, Anthony Rosanio. So. Pickup of three, second down and 12, ball at the Tigers, 44. Davis under center, two men in the backfield for Marple Newtown. Tight formation at the line of scrimmage for the offense. And that is, that is Austin DeFabio. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Tigers, but wait. That's coming back, Jim. There is a flag down at the Marple Newtown 49-yard line. That's why I didn't react right away because I saw those flags first, Steve. Yep, and that's a shame. Uh, yeah, we don't have instant replay, so we don't know if it was a good call or not, but that, that, that hurts. Who knows if it was a necessary hold either. So that's going to be statistically a five-yard gain. It's going to be brought back to the 39-yard line of Marple Newtown. But uh, that's a belly sweep to uh, to Fabio. He's been doing good there. This time he cut it up. But, unfortunately, holding call is going to bring it back. That, that's devastating. they got to put it behind them, though, and go back to the next get, you know, get ready for that next play and see what they can do. So what, what, what was almost a hockey score almost went to a baseball score, ladies and gentlemen. 8-18 remaining in the game. 3 nothing upper derby over Marble Newtown. That, that hurts you, but second down, you got to move on. Let's see what Coach Johnson draws up here and uh, let's see if these Tigers can really get on the board this time with no flags. So second down and 17. Ball at the Marble Newtown 40. 8-18 remaining in the reg- regulation. Two men in the backfield. Davis under center. He hands it off to Rosanio up the middle. There's that belly dive. Upper Darby doing a good job there, stopping it. As number 23 is one of the defenders in on the play. Larry Mills, junior uh, linebacker. And Marble Newtown comes out here, Jim. Third down and long. Expected the ball to be in Tommy Davis's hands. See what he can do here. Find either Redsco 
or maybe Craig Hamilton for the first down. Pick up a four, third and 13 ball at the Tigers 43. Davis to go under center. Rosanio is the single setback. Two wide receivers far side of the football field. Davis is going to pass on the far side. And he has, oh, that, that could be a flag. He held him there, Jim. That's a pass interference. Cyrus Barley was the defender for Upper Darby. I'm trying to see who the receiver was, and I'm not picking up that number. They got away with a hold there, Jim. Maybe so, but uh, he was he was still overthrown. And it looks like that was Vegso on the far side of the football field who that ball was intended for. He had a- him. A.J. Cunningham in the punt for Marble Newtown. 7.30 remaining with these offenses. This is a plenty of time. Kasim Brooks. And Justin Vendetti are in punt return position. Here comes A.J. Cunningham's punt. That's a nice punt, but Brooks is going to take it from the 25-yard line. And he gets up to about the 27. Good job by Craig Hamilton there, shedding his blocker and pushing number seven of the Royals, Kasim Brooks, senior wide receiver, out of bounds as he takes a punt return. And you know, going back to that last play, Jim, that was a nice throw by Tommy Davis. He had his man. We're on the far side of the field. We can't see. No flags were thrown, so they had to punt it away. Defense got to make a stop plenty of time, as you mentioned, Jim. Ball at the upper Darby 28, first and 10 for the Royals. Nikote Nikoi goes under center. Eyes are in the back. Backs are in an eye, excuse me. Two wide receivers, one near, one far. It's going to be handoff to Barley up the middle. And Barley... Breaks through to the 50-yard line. He's going to be brought down at the Marple Newtown 43-yard line. And that may very well be. And uh, he he just runs it up the middle, breaks through defenders. That's the biggest run of the night for the Royals. Tackled by Nick Rhodes. Tigers stop here, didn't allow up a touchdown. Let's try to stop him here on three downs, punt it away, get the ball back. All right, so forgive me, folks, Lawrence Bowden on that call, on that carry for uh, Upper Darby. He is now in the backfield for Upper Darby. Backs are in an eye formation. He's going to get the next carry. Bowden up to the 35-yard line, brought down at the Tigers, 34. Tigers uh, getting tired here on defense as Upper Darby's running this ball down their throats. they got to make a defensive stand. They've done such a great job and they gave up nothing but that field goal which was handed to them after the fumble by Marple Newtown. So, ball at the Marple 34, second down and one. Nikitay Nikoi will go under center. Backs are in an eye for upper derby. Two wide receivers, one near, one far. And it's going to be Bolden again who gets the carry. Lawrence Bolden. But he is just shy of the first down. Big stick by Parker Moss. That's going to be close to a first down. They're going to bring out the change, Jim. So there's going to be a measurement. And we will step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, man. The Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? 
They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheese steak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheese steak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. So after the measurement, third and one, ball at the Marple Newtown 33, 631 remaining in the fourth quarter. All they need is a yard for the first down. Nikita Nikoi under center. Backs are in an I formation for Upper Darby. Two wide receivers, one near, one far. And this is basically hand the ball off and fall down. And that's what Nikita Nikoi does. He gets the first down and probably another yard. That's okay. It's going to be a first down after the QB sneak by Nikita Nikoi, uh, Royals quarterback, who's done a good job tonight managing the offense. But plenty of time left for the Tigers to stop him here. It's going to be four down territory now for the Royals. Pickup of two. Ball at the Tigers, 32, first and 10. Backs are in a nine. Nikita Nikoi under center. Two wide receivers, one near, one far. And Lawrence Bolden gets the carry, but he is tackled. Maybe a loss, but it's probably no gain. Runs into a brick wall. A.J. Cunningham there and stuffs him. Great job by the Tigers defense, both linebackers and uh, the defensive line. And brings up second down. Plenty of time here, Jim, for the Tigers to get the ball back. 5.47 as the clock ticks in regulation. No gain or maybe a gain of one. Ball at the 31, second and nine. So Sammy Snyderman being generous to the Royals, but that's okay because it's 3 nothing. Backs are in eye formation, two wide receivers, one near, one far. Barley is back in the game, and there's a penalty marker as he runs up the middle. That flag is thrown at the upper Derby 34-yard line. It's a vicinity of a hold, and that's what it's going to be. Big, big penalty for the Tigers' defense um, to push back this Royals' offense, so... That's going to go back to the 44. It's going to be second down and 10. And uh, This is big. Let's see if the Tigers can hold them. So a holding penalty is called. 5.22 remaining in the game. Plenty of time. Now it's going to be third down. No, second down. Second down. And 22 yards. Second down and 22. Backs are in an eye formation. Barley and Kaba. And now here comes another flag against Upper Darby. This is unbelievable. It's going to be a false start. Two offenses that certainly know how to shoot themselves in the foot. And that's what it's going to be. It's going to be it. Dead ball foul, false start called against the Royals. And that that now this turns into you stop them here. You got to stop them two times. They're going to punt the ball away if they don't gain much yards here. So it's going to be big for the Tigers. Uh, Second down and it's Township Line Road for the Royals. As uh, Mal Reese likes to say, second down in Westchester. <laughs> Balls at the up uh, Marple Newtown forty-seven. Second down and twenty-six. I'm getting dirty looks in the booth, so enough of that. Backs are in an eye formation, two, uh, three wide receivers, two near, one far. Rolling is Nikita Nikoi. That ball was passed to Abu Kaba. He does not, he's not able to haul it in, Steve. He was wide open. He would have picked up, not a first down, but he would have got back all those penalty yards instead of third and ten. 
And but uh, this is third and uh, forever, Jim. Third and twenty-six. This says on the scoreboard. Tigers just have to present, a, you know, fourth force a fourth down here, and they're going to get the ball back with over four minutes to go, which is plenty of time here to at least score, uh, get a field goal to tie up the game. So after the incomplete pass, ball at the Marple Newtown 47, third and 26, backs again in the eye. Two wide receivers near, one far. Nikita Nikoi drops back, looking, looking. He's running near size, getting hit by Corey Power for the sack. Huge play right there by the senior captain, Corey Power. Awesome play. That's a coverage sack, first of all, Jim. But Corey Power rips through the defensive line or the offensive line and uh, gets a huge sack here. They're going to punt the ball away. Marple's going to get this ball back with over four minutes to go, which is plenty of time. Loss of 10 yards. Marple Newtown calls a timeout, which means we're going to step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. So after a big sack by Corey Power, pushing the defense, pushing that offense all the way back in some upper derby territory, Matt Rucci to punt on fourth down. Fourth down and 36 from their own 43. One man back in punt return position for the Marple Newtown Tigers, which is Anthony Rosanio. Here comes the punt. He shanks it. It actually rolls backwards. But that just went off the wrong side of his foot, Steve. Yeah, misfortunate for him, the punter. Um, but uh, it it's, it's works out for the Tigers. Five-yard punt. Let's just say that that wasn't optimal. No, poor... Poor guy there, just off the, off, off the wrong side of his foot. But Marble's got great field position here to capitalize. And let me say, he's been booming him very nicely all game. He, he He's upset, but he seems to have regained his composure on the sidelines. And uh, my, my hat's off to him because he's, he's really done well so far tonight. Ball is at the Tigers' 48-yard line, first and 10. 4.22 remaining in the fourth quarter. Davis under center, two men in the backfield. And Davis is rolling far side of the field, looking, looking. And he throws. Ball was intended for, looks like Joe Vexo. And Barley, Barley defending. Plays that very nicely. Waggle pass as Tommy has plenty of time by his offensive line. He's been doing a good job here. Looks like there's going to be a timeout for injury on the far side of the football field. Cyrus Barley is down. Not good for the Royals. Not good if you're a fan of Upper Darby. So. Cyrus Barley's down. We're going to step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zaxburgers.com. 
come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Back to live action after the injury timeout. Barley's able to walk off, so that's tremendous to see. He's been playing his heart out all game for the Upper Derby Royals. Ball spotted. Definitely, Jim, without a doubt. Ball spotted at the Marble Newtown 48 after that incomplete pass. Second down and 10. Davis goes under center after the offense breaks the huddle. Two men in the backfield for Marple Newtown. Tight formation at the line. Davis waiting for the snap. Biner goes in motion. Davis hands it off. Up the middle is Anthony Rosanio to midfield. Nice solid gain there on second down. Um, you look to see, you know, a couple more yards there, but it's going to set up third down and seven for the Tigers. Rosanio takes the ball on the belly dive, and this is a huge down. This is fourth down, four down territory now with under four minutes to go, Jim. Gain of two, ball at midfield, third down and eight. They desperately need a first down. I think that if they don't get the first down here, they have to punt just because neither offense have done anything, mm. so you got to take your it's gonna chances. Be, it's going to be a Big decision there, Jim. Tommy Davis under center. Two men in the backfield. Davis waiting to snap. DeFabio goes into motion. Davis looks. Fires. First down, Tigers. Huge play right there. Again, going back to Tommy Davis. uh, Such pulleys in the pocket, and he picks up that first down. Great pass to Ross Binder. Thrown to the near side of the football field, and he picks up 11 yards. Good enough for the first down. Exactly what Coach Junton needed to pull him out of this one step closer to the zero goal line, Steve, which would be six points. Desperately in need of a score here. Balls at the 39, first and 10 at the upper Derby 39. 321 remaining in the fourth quarter. Davis under center. He hands it off. And that ball goes to Anthony Rosanio up along the 30, down to the 25, pushed out of bounds. And he runs over a defender who loses his helmet. You don't have to see that. That's when stuff bad happens, Jim. But great play right there by uh, Anthony Rosanio on the carry to the uh, near side towards us, towards the upper derby bench, Jim. And that's another first down. This Tigers offense is gelling here. And this offensive line is doing a great job here. Okay, so timeout upper derby with 3.15 remaining in the game. You're listening to the Tigers radio network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings a pizza shop to your location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610 610- 449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any special event. Also, like them on Facebook and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisano's. Back to live action, 315 remaining in the game. Ball is now spotted at the Upper Derby 24-yard line. The Tigers are driving. And they are very close to field goal range for Pizzotti, but first, what they want to go for is six points and go home regular time. So Davis, under center, one man in the backfield with his Anthony Rosanio. Wide receivers tight, bunched up to the line of scrimmage. Rosanio running, and he looks like he's going to get about two yards on the far side of the football field. Nice hard run by him as he's drugged down by number four, 
Jaquil Wilson, the senior uh, defender and tight end for the Royals. And uh, Rosanna doing a good job there, fighting for some yards. Only picks up about one yard, but uh, he didn't go down easily. And Tigers get the ball. Second down and nine, Jim. And this is a uh, ball at the 24-yard line, second down and nine. Tigers offense breaks the huddle. Big play right here. Tommy Davis goes under center. Two men in the backfield for Marple Newtown. Wide receivers bunched up at the line. Hand off to Austin DeFabio, and he picks up another two yards up the middle. Steve. And he's on the sweet play. Good job reading his blockers. Cuts up and uh, only picks up a few yards, but uh, manageable third down and about six yards to go. Uh, you have the playbooks open right here, Jim. Pass, run, whatever you want to do. Another third and seven ball at the 21 of Upper Derby. This is going to be another big play because this is field goal range. This is a, a play for field goal range. So what are they going to do? 2-0-2, 2-0-1, clock ticks. Davis goes under tenor. Two men in the backfield for Marple Newtown. And Davis looking, looking, throwing, rolling, and he has got Craig Hamilton. First down, Marple Newtown. Beautiful. And, and Tommy Davis, the junior quarterback, does a great job in the pocket. As the offensive line gives him time, and he delivers a strike to Craig Hamilton, the tight end on the crossing route from his tight end position. And uh, and Marple's inside the 10-yard line here, Jim. 14-yard pass and catch from Davis to Craig Hamilton. Ball is at the 7 of Upper Derby. First and goal. Davis goes under center. Two men in the backfield for Marple Newtown. Rosanio and looks like Binder. Rosanio gets the handoff, goes up the middle, off to the side, near side of the football field, and he gets about two. He does a good job holding that ball. Upadar was trying to strip it, <coughs> and uh, Rosanio fights off the defenders, and he gets to the five-yard line, bringing up second down and goal. Pickup of two, 113, 112, 111, as the clock continues to tick at Memorial Field. This is what you play for, Jim, uh, moments like this. Second and goal, ball at the five. Plenty of time. Davis under center, Rosanio and DeFabio in the backfield for Marple Newtown. Biner goes into motion. He's got Anthony Rosanio, but he only gets up to about the four-yard line. No, the three-yard, another two-yard gain for Marple Newtown. That's okay. It's a a safe call. That's third down. This is four-down territory. They have two timeouts. They can can run it again here. And again, they're in field goal range. All they have to do is tie this game up. Okay, so... Timeout. We're not going to step aside. We're going to keep it right here. It's too exciting, Jim. 40, too exciting. 44 seconds. And I, I, I got to tell you, the first thing I think of, I wish Greg was here. He'd love to be in this situation calling this game. Greg, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Greg Pecco, he'll be back with us next week at Radnor. Right on. Regularly scheduled game. But another big third down play. Ball's at the three. They got about 13 yards to work with if you count the yardage within the end zone. You need that space in these types of situations, Steve. Yeah, Jim, and as much as they're in field goal range here, they're only down by three. You want to get this ball in the end zone, okay? You want to reward this defense who's played their butt off all night, okay? Only gave up three points when Upadori got a present right on the 10-yard line, and all they do is kick a field goal. So this... Uh, offensive line is going to have to really fight here, make a push. And it's interesting if they're going to do a, uh, run the ball here to Rosanio. If they're going to run it, you got to give it to Rosanio. If not, third, put the ball in the hands of Tommy Davis. Ball at the two-yard line. Third and goal. Big play coming up. Another big third down for Marple Newtown coming up. 44 seconds remaining at Memorial Field. 
Tigers going for their third win of the season. Davis under center. Three men in the backfield. Hands it off. And this is to Austin DeFabio. Touchdown, Tigers! Huge play. Huge touchdown right there. DeFabio gets the ball, runs near side of the football field, and punches it into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown, Austin DeFabio. And that was close. It looked like his knee was down short of the goal line, but you don't know where that ball was. Nonetheless, there's no instant replay. That's a touchdown. Great heart by this Tigers offense. Driving down the field, did nothing all game, and they drive down the field and score a touchdown. And if this coaching staff of Upper Derby has already become unglued, they have completely lost their composure. But they seem to regain it. Big extra point coming up. This is key. Pizzotti into kick. Anthony Cunningham, A.J. Cunningham to hold. Six to three right now. Pizzotti. And there seems to be, after the snap, a potential penalty, but I don't see any flags. This crew has been something to be desired tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And it looks like we have a white hat coming up to make a call. Dead ball foul. En encroachment or offsides against the defense. Unbelievable. And that's, you know, doesn't do much here. They're just going to kick a field goal. But this is this is our extra point. This is big though. You want to get up by four points. Pizzotti, uh, Upper Darby has to score a touchdown, Jim. Pizzotti, his uniform is pristine. AJ Cunningham to hold, snap, kick up, and it bounces off the right upright. No good. Thirty-seven seconds left. That's okay. That's okay. No, not a big deal. Uh, you're up. You're, you're up. You're up by three points. Okay, you fought all game for this position. You live for these moments, Jim. These seniors, okay, these juniors, Tommy Davis, Rosanio, DeFaber, who just scored, and this defense did a great job tonight, persevering. They scored a touchdown. Then they just got to stop them with 37 seconds to go. Six to three, and this is a Philly score, ladies and gentlemen. But we got 37 seconds left. This has been a battle of attrition, and I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Even though that there hasn't been a whole lot of offense, this has been a terrific game. A terrific game. Tigers hoping to hold on to a six and three, six to three lead to go three and five on the season. Putting Upper Darby three and five, but 37 seconds until we can say that. Matt Rucci coming out, breaking huddle to punt. Steve. And it's going to be interesting if they squib it here or kick it deep. Um, yeah, you don't want a big return here, so I won't be surprised if they squib it. Rucci, right here, Matt Rucci. Oh no, what am I saying? Sheesh. Sam Snyderman connected me. I'm so, corrected me, I'm so excited. Folks, Nick Pizzotti from Marple Newtown to kick off because we just scored. And yes, I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> Pizzotti to kick off from the 40. Here's Pizzotti's kick high, end over end. This ball is going to be returned from the 19 yard line. Vendetti. Going up, and he is going to be stopped at about the upper Derby 40-yard line. So 30 seconds remaining in the game. Six to three, Marple Newtown over upper Derby. Defense done a great job all night. Okay, I can't stress it enough, Jim. All they need to do is hold them for 30 seconds, and they win this ball game. Let's see what Coach Lonzo draws up here. He's going to have his guys in the right position. It's going to come down if these players can make a big play. Let's see if they can get a sack here and end this game. Ball at the 40 of Upper Darby. Mar Marple Newtown is out there. 
along with the Royals. Nick, Nick, Nikita Nikoi, shotgun position. He drops back, throwing, looking, passes to number seven, Kasim Brooks, but it's just short and bounces in front of him. That's big, big first down play there. Second down and ten. Got to stop him three more times. You get the ball back. Game over. Let's see if Corey Power, Craig Hamilton, done a good job all night on getting pressure. Um, gets. Um, get some pressure on him and creates a sack. Surprising to see them throwing when the running game has been working okay for them. Nikitay Nakui, shotgun position. Three, four wide receivers out there. He's looking, throwing, near side of the football field. He has Jason Vendetti, Justin Vendetti, near side of the football field, and it looks like it's good enough for a first down for Upper Darby. Ball's at the 50, Steve. And he gets out of bounds, but it's, it's okay. You want nothing behind you as a Tiger defender. You'll, you'll take that, okay? There, the time's against Upper Darby. Good job by Marple Newtown. So, ball's at the 50, first and 10 for the Royals, midfield. Nikita Nikoi, shotgun position. Cyrus Barley is back there with them. Four wide receivers. Nikita Nikoi drops back, looking, looking. He's going to run, and it looks like he is not going to have enough for the first down, brought down around the 42-yard line. They're going to take a timeout, uh, Upper Darby. Nine seconds remaining on the clock. Upper Darby's going to take a timeout. We're not going to go anywhere, Steve. And it's going to be interesting what they do here. Nine seconds, down by three. Their kicker made a, uh, a sure field goal, but it looked like he had a, a you know a good leg. So maybe they run a quick play out of bounds just to get some yards for a field goal. But realistically, you have one, two plays left um, in this game. So. This has been an exciting contest, definitely within the last four quarters, or the last uh, four minutes here in the fourth quarter. Extremely interesting. And Steve, what do you do here if you're Coach Gentile? Um, again, as I said, depending on what this kicker's made of, how he's done throughout the season, as I said, he had one field goal tonight. It was a short one, but his leg looked good and accurate right down the middle. Um, you really have one play here to just throw it, Maybe a cross field, call a timeout, and set up for a field goal. But the quarterback uh, uh, for Upper Darby can't take a lot of time in the pocket and waste his nine seconds. So, nine seconds remaining, second down and two, ball at the Tigers, 42. Nicotinique in shotgun position. He's throwing, looking, and he has Kasim Brooks on the near side of the football field. That's a reception. Ball is at the 25-yard line. Interesting call right here by Coach Gentile. Is he going to send out the kicker, or is he going to take a shot in the end zone for the win? Interesting. I say he. I think he's going to go uh, put the offense on the field because this is this is going to be a long field. This is 42 yards out, but um, and it looks like the offense is going to come on the field and they're they're going to they're going to get uh step back and see what they can do how Mary let's let's go tigers day Gotta first and 10 ball here. at the tigers 25 nikita nikoi in shotgun position oh and there is an offside by the tigers defense it's going to take him to the 20 yard line and really that makes no no big difference really because unless they're going to send out the field goal unit we'll see here i still think they keep out the quarterback and this offense step back and try to make a play in the end zone for a touchdown. Marble's done a great job. Didn't let up anything all game. They're going to make a stop here. I guarantee it. So, Upper Darby's going to call a timeout. And we're going to step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. 
Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. <laughs> Good one. Get in here, son. You make this, everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. No one cares who the kicker is. Until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Folks, welcome back to Memorial Field Live Action. Three seconds remaining here. Six to three, Marple Newtown over Upper Darby. And the ball is at the 20-yard line. A 37-yard field goal coming up by Matt Rucci to tie this ball game to send it to overtime. The holder is Rory Belwar. Three seconds remaining. 37-yard field goal attempt coming up. Here's the snap. Here's the snap. A little low coming up. And it is blocked. It is blocked by Marble Newtown. Tigers win the ball game. Huge, huge play. Uh, hats off to Upper Darby. Played their hearts out tonight in this defensive battle. Marple Newtown comes up hip. Huge. Big win for this team who struggled all year. Improves a 3-5. and five. Awesome, awesome win. And great heart by this entire team from the sophomores, juniors, and the seniors. And this coaching staff. Awesome job by Marple Newtown. Congratulations to them. Steve, that was very exciting. It looked like, to me, it got tipped at the line when it was going up. It had a low trajectory, and it looked like it was tipped. Yeah, and, and kicks that far, especially on the high school level. You need low trajectory just to get that leg into it, and you run the risk of getting that thing tipped, blocked, and that's what happened. And Marple Newton comes out and gets a well-deserving win. This defense played their hearts out, and the offense came to play when they had to. And the end of the uh, end of the game, and Austin DeFabio steps up tonight in place of Mike White and others who have been hurt, and he scores a touchdown. Huge job by these guys, huge confidence boost going into next week at Radnor. Folks, since we're away and we don't have a whole lot of time, like when we're at our, our, our home, um, we're watching both teams now congratulate each other and uh, and huddle up on the field. We're not going to take a break. We're just going to uh, wrap up the broadcast. Steve, let me tell you, after this exciting game, I am so glad I'm not doing next week's game. Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to regain my voice and my composure. Greg Pecco will be back next week. The Tigers Radio Network, when they travel to Radnor High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 26th in Radnor, Pennsylvania, when the Tigers visit the Red Raiders of Radnor High School. Live coverage will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You can read more about this game and get coverage of the entire 2012 season on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Like us on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball and follow us on Twitter at MNTigers. Our color commentator and engineer and producer tonight, Steve Reynolds, statistician Sam Snyderman. Head football coaches Ray Junta, assistant principal and athletic writer Dennis Reardon. So for Greg Pecco, who has the night off, Steve Reynolds, Sam Snyderman, I'm Jim Alsman. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream, on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week from Radnor. Thank you and good night. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Burlap and Bean, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, 
The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com, on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball, and on Twitter at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! Go Tigers!